Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Big Sills! My new name should be Nostradamus. Or Nostradamus. Or... Anyway, it's Friday. Here we go, baby. What a great ball game to kick the football season off with last night. I thought the Lions would have an easier way of it. It's Mahomes and Reed. They still pull it out with the points. I think it was four points last night. I didn't really think that that was much of a debate. You know, it's funny. People on Twitter started doing this to me. Well, what do you mean they only gave up 14 points? I'm like, I don't care, man. Now, would I have taken the Chiefs if they had Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones? Of course I would have. What are you, stupid? Is that the same team? No. Hey, by the way, we're going to get into Gardner Johnson. I thought he looked spectacular. I, hey, I will say this, though. A couple brick hand moments in that game, but I thought he was everywhere. And we're going to get to that here in a minute, but I want to tell you guys something real cool. So today, we're going to give people an opportunity to win some gift certificates with our friends at Hooters and some merchandise. All you have to do is email us when you hear or see the code. That's it. There's your email. Very simple. There's going to be a code word, and we're going to announce the winners on Monday with our great friends at Hooters. Here it is. All you have to do, email your name, address, Hooters code word to dancilioshow at gmail.com to enter your chance to win weekly free giveaways from Hooters and Big Sills. Simple as that. By the way, they'll be mailed out in 7 to 14 days to you, and we'll announce the winner on Mondays. How's that for you? After a great weekend of football. So there'll be a code word that you'll see flash up on the screen. All you have to do is see that code in one of the seven locations, northeasthooters.com, the home of the National Football Show and Big Sills in the 40th anniversary, and those gift certificates can be yours. Simple as that. We, see, we don't – this isn't is rocket science here with Big Sills. Like I told you, man, I'm like the joker. Do I look like a guy that has a plan? I want to make this as simple – And, of course, five-star right out of the gate. What's the code? You'll see it, homie. You'll see it. All right. Last night, Dan Campbell was validated. He was validated. Everybody making fun of him, he was validated. Dan Campbell got validated with that 21-20 win on the road. As the Kansas City Chiefs dropped the banner, he got validated. That was a validation win to all the things that he had been telling his guys. Believe in the process. Hey, Josh Harris, that's a process. That's a process when you see results. 
I thought it'd be 34-17. I did. I didn't think it was going to be that hard. I thought Mahomes was okay. I didn't really think it was that great a game plan from Andy Reid. Hey, also, another note, Jonathan Gannon. Guess who took complete responsibility for the loss last night? Andy Reid. Asked the question about Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones not being there. You know what he said? No excuses. This is on me. Jonathan Gannon tries to put blame on other people. That's a head football coach in Kansas City. That's a head football coach. They get on the bus and off the bus with a coach. The guy in Arizona is a fraud. Thought it was a great... Hey, by the way, is it me? Tone, everyone. Jesus Christ, is Jared Goff getting better? And is he like the kryptonite to Patrick Mahomes? That dude beats that guy. Jared Goff beats that guy. It's incredible. He beats that dude. I can't believe it, man. I got hey. I, I disagree with you, Pickin. I thought Gardner Johnson was great in that football game. I thought he set the tone with the way he came down and hit people in the run game. I don't know what you were watching. You were watching it with your uh, Haterade Eagle glasses on because I did not see it that way. That guy was coming down in the run game and blowing people up. I didn't. That is an absolute bold faced lie that Gardner Johnson didn't play well in that game. He set the tone, hitting people. You're wrong. You just want to try to make a narrative that didn't exist last night. He was good. Gardner Johnson showed up. He looked great. Couple, I'll agree. Interception he should have had. He blew a ton of pass plays up. There's a reason that secondary started getting alligator arms. And having all those drops. You know why? Because that guy was bringing the wood. He was bringing the wood. You don't want to admit it. I'm here to tell it to you the way it is. Okay? Bringing the wood. I wish Gardner Johnson had played that way in the Super Bowl too, though, just to be kind of fair to it all. Brought the wood. Kansas City wide receivers were like this. Here comes Gardner Johnson. Shit. Guys don't want to admit it. Too bad. He played great last night. He, he is an important piece to the puzzle if they're going to go far. How you doing, Gardner Johnson? Woo! Are the Eagles going to miss him? So you think you've got a safety like that back there in Sidney Brown? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Hey, Jared Goff, man, I don't get it. <laughs> Who would have thunk this? Am I right when I say this? Did the Los Angeles Rams give up on Jared Goff too soon? He had won an NFC championship. By the way, you know what's funny about you guys? Jared Goff is more accomplished than Jalen Hurts. He's been to a Super Bowl. He almost won one. He's won an NFC title. That guy's turning around the Lions. Something Matthew Stafford couldn't do. What, what has Jalen Hurts done more than golf?
One year. This guy's tearing two franchises around, the Rams and the Lions. Is that a lie? Prior to Jared Goff, they were run by Jeff Fisher into the toilet. Matthew Stafford couldn't get out of his way in Detroit. Detroit just went into the home, and something that you've not been able to do the last two games, beat Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, hmm. Patrick Mahomes, hey, again, picking the Lions, was that really that much of a reach last night? Like, like, like Tone and I were saying, Seals, do you, really? And I go, no. I mean, if Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones are there, I'm taking Kansas City. I'm taking Kansas City. Absolutely, man. CJ Gardner Johnson, are you going to, hey, wait a minute. Are you going to miss him? Yes or no this year? Watch this one, Tone. Are you going to be, I never said that the Chiefs are getting back to the Super Bowl. I think both the Chiefs and the Eagles aren't going back. I, th I think both of them aren't going back. Okay? I think both of them aren't. The, Kansas City is showing, get this. You know what's crazy? Kansas City is showing you just how difficult it is even when you win the damn game. Are you guys going to miss Gardner Johnson? Yes or no? CJ played average? Interesting. Okay. It's yet to be determined. Good way to go, guys. That's a great take. Because I thought he set a tone last night. I thought he was good, man. I did. I thought he was good. We're going to have a blast today. Patrick Mahomes has nothing to play with you. Could clearly see it. Clearly missed Eric Bieniemy. I don't think it had anything to do with Eric Bieniemy. I think it had everything to do with personnel. I told you this. Kansas City doesn't have a very good roster. That quarterback carries that football team. Don't you get it? I said it to you. Kansas City does not have. So wait a minute. You take one player off the Kansas City offense and Travis Kelsey, not even the great Patrick Mahomes can win games. That's the only dude he has. Despite the flaws in his game, I like CJ. I'm not going to just forget his contributions. That's tone. Not even the great, I told you yesterday, if Mahomes wins that game, It'll truly show his greatness. I had no way thinking he was going to win that game with that group of wideouts. I thought, again, I thought it was, the game was going to be a little bit more in Detroit's hands. I thought they were going to win by 10 points instead of one point. Gardner Johnson was a dog last night. He was a dog. By the way, I'm going to give you my take. Um, on the game on Sunday, and we're going to look at the games this weekend. I'll tell you something, too. That's a great point that Tone just made. Hey, man, that kid from Alabama, he's good. 
And that kid Montgomery they got from the Bears, that's a pretty formidable that's a pretty formidable running duo that they have in Detroit. And get this, they upgraded off of DeAndre Swift. Those two guys upgraded the Detroit Lions run game last night. Not that not that Kansas City is some world beater on defense. They're not. That's not a great defense. It wasn't a great defense last year. It's a really good defense with Chris Jones on it. Okay? Dude, yeah. Tony just said, well, Kansas City's run game was bad. Yeah, when you don't have play action and you don't have a threat running up the seam at Travis Kelsey, Detroit did not respect the play action. That's why they were getting pressure. Hey, and by the way, the refs, holy shit, dude. How many times were you going to allow the left tackle and the right tackle to jump the count every time you had Aiden Hutchinson on them? I mean, they were lining up in the backfield like they were halfbacks. Holy shit, they gave them every opportunity. Aiden Hutchinson's an effort player. He reminds me of Howie Long a little bit in his effort, okay? He's, he's an effort guy. First, second, third moves. He's got, he's got a big-time motor, man. That Keith Campbell, too, they drafted. That linebacker from Iowa, he can play. He can play. Hutchinson's really a good football. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. He's a good football player. I thought it was an outstanding game. Now, look, is Kansas City cooked? Well, here, if Kansas City was in the a- NFC, that's not that devastating of a loss. But when you have so many teams in the AFC bunched up, a loss like that could cost you home field advantage or potentially even a division title. It's not like you're in the NFC when there's four teams in the NFC. You've got like eight teams in the NFC that could beat you on any given Sunday. Okay? James goes, it's week one rust. Oh, but that can't apply to you then, right? The Eagles playing the Patriots on Sunday. Is that how you look at that too? Are you going to apply that to Philly too? I'm with you, brother Hannibal. That kid Gibbs is better than I thought. Again, he's a, he's a Bama kid and he was good at Alabama. I mean, he's good. That's a good-looking football player. And when you put those two dudes together, dude, Jared Goff, man, I don't I, – I can't – you know what? I hated that guy. I thought he stunk out loud. He's getting better. He's got a coach that believes in him. And once again, Dan Campbell put a stamp on him and his coaching style. D- dude – that's a process builder. I love Gibbs' game coming out. I wanted him over Bijan, honestly. Gibbs is a weapon in the passing game. Proved that down at Alabama, didn't he? That's a heck of a win for Detroit. Because now you know what you do going into the next week? We beat Kansas City. You can't get any better than that when it comes to pressure and expectations. You beat the best player in the league at the big, biggest position in the league. Something Hurts can't even do. Something 90% of the quarter, 99% of the quarterbacks can't do. Golf golf plays them insane. Remember that Monday night game that they had, Rams and Chiefs? That dude plays great against Patrick Mahomes, man. Never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. 
Dude, absolutely. There's places, look, I'll put Lincoln Financial in that building. I'll put them one of the tougher places to play in the NFL. I'll put the link in there. Absolutely. Have no problem saying that. Lincoln Financial is one of the toughest places to play. Arrowhead, Green Bay, Denver. Dude, those are Seattle. Those are hard places to go into and win ball games. Gillette. Telling you, man. Tough, tough, tough win for them. Kudos to Dan Campbell and his process. Okay? Seriously, man. That was a great win. My predictions for Patriots and Eagles on Sunday. Are you guys ready? Look, homework. Homework. I looked at about six games from a year ago with both Patriots and Eagles. What do you think about the fake punt near the 20? He had to. You have to instill faith, Troy, in your process. You can't keep telling your, Troy, you know what that call was? Watch this, Troy. You can't keep telling someone to believe in you if you don't do a play that makes them believe in you. It galvanizes you when you're all doing shit like that. Tony needed some of that stickum. Yeah, because you know why? Gardner Johnson was running around like a like a maniac back there. He was a ball hawk, man. That guy was looking to knock somebody out. He was looking to knock somebody out. He played with an attitude, shit talking. Please tell me that guy's not a gator. Is that is that is that the kid that went to Florida? Did he did he go to Florida? Is that guy a gator? Oh God, that means I can't like him. If he's a gator, I can't like him. Ugh. <laughs> okay, he's a gator. <laughs> okay. Well, screw him then. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys win. <clears throat> hey, you guys win. All right, screw him. I I can't. I, I now. No, no. Watch this. He, hey, uh, watch this, guys. Big picking. Uh, he played pretty good. <laughs> hey, he played pretty good. I don't know. You know, let me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> guys, a gator. All right, here we go. Let's do. Let's do this now. And then we're gonna look at the rest of the league. And then my boy Philly Godfather in the final hour, five thirty. We'll see if he agrees or disagrees with you and me. And we're going to put points in this now here too. Okay, here we go. 425 game. Gillette, home of all those great championships. Bill Belichick. You got to start here when you talk about this game. You got to start here. Eagles have the best O-line in pro football. You don't start at wide receiver. You don't start anywhere outside a quarterback. And if you're talking position group, you talk who has the better O-line. There's no debate in the National Football League heading into another season that the staple of the Philadelphia Eagles is that great O-line they have. 
They are absolutely spectacular up front. There's not a debate who the best O-line is. You can have a guy lie to you, but we all know the best O-line's in Philly. It's just, it represents everything that you are and your identity. Your bullies play like a bully. When you get into that game, play like you bullied that that Patriot team in 17. Bully them. You bullied them. There was a bully mentality in that Super Bowl. I came away going, I've never seen the Patriots get their ass kicked like that. And I'm talking about a fist fight. It was being out-bullied. Schemes and plays are all great. They define moments and games. But I'm going to say it. Aunt Betty, excuse me. You fuckers were bullies. And it was fabulous to watch. Collinsworth's a gator. Ugh. You were bullies. That's your identity. Stick to it. Stay to it. You have a quarterback. You see, all the stuff that I've been saying in the offseason here, I think you'll get an understanding of how I look at your team here. You have a quarterback that extends plays with his legs like no other quarterback, including Patrick Mahomes in pro football. He's devastating on third down. He's the most devastating third down player at quarterback in pro football is Jalen Hurts. Most devastating third down. How many times last year did I go sitting and watching a game saying this about Hurts? I don't care if it's third and 12. This guy's picking that shit up. He is devastating on third down. And the longer, get this. It's almost like the longer it is, like third and nine, third and 12, the more you got to drop your guys back, the less people you have to cover them in open space. I mean, you have three great pass-catching targets in that Eagle offense. I mean, it's very opportunistic, too and how they approach each and every single sequence in the series. And again, most important is how they handled themselves on third down. They were, they were the best team in the league on third down last year. Now, this is going to be significant as I go into why that that's significant. You guys were so awesome on third down. I mean, I, I rarely remember... You guys not picking it up. And to me, get this. Remember this. I don't want to see you throwing the ball deep. You don't have to. You're bullies. Here's why that's significant on how great the Eagles are on third down. In 2021, the Patriots finished 21st in third down defense so you add up one of the best third down teams in the league and i'm not talking about throwing the ball down the field 
I'm talking about lining up and kicking the shit out of you. If 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 I'm New England, that's a concern for me. They were 22nd in red zone defense. They were 27th in defense and goal to goal. So that fourth down play you have with your quarterback, boy, I'll tell you something, man. Don't let them get that train rolling on you because it'll be a one-stop trip. If that Eagle team gets that bitch rolling, now if they come out and they start thinking cute and they get three and outs because they're throwing the ball around, they're going to keep New England in the ball game. Run the bitch down their throat. They're terrible. 21st on third down defense. 22nd in red zone defense. 27th in goal to goal. I mean, those stats, and they're bringing the same group back, and you're bringing the same group back. So we're not talking about a lot of change in personnel here. That right there is something when you're game planning. And here, Brian Johnson knows all this. He knows all of those stats that I just, the quarterback sneak is amazing. Now, here's the one thing, though, that you have to remember that New England has. They were really good against the run. And they were really good at getting home. They have an elite pass rushing group. So what's the key here? Run the ball. You got to run the ball. Get this. Keep every sequence third and short. That was such a major factor last year and how Philly won all those games. They were never third and long. They were rarely third and long. Rarely third and long. Birds averaged 28 points last year. You have to think, going into this game, they're going to at least score 24 points. I mean, there's really very little personnel change here. You have to at least go, well, they're, I mean, you have to at least go, you see 24 points. Okay? Right? I mean, 24 is low to me. Patriots offense. I mean, if you think about it, you look at the numbers, they averaged 18.9 points a game offensively, and then with their defensive returns and special teams, they averaged 21 points a game as a team, 18.9 as an offense. Man, you got to score some points to beat that team. If you can't score points, you're 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 there's no shot. There's no shot. Pats have to attack. They have to attack the birds and they have to keep them off the field. Okay? They have to keep them off the field if they're going to win that opportunity to win the game. Have to keep Hurts in that offense at bay. What does that mean? 
you have to have controlled drives where you're getting 10 or more. Okay? You have to have controlled drives if you're going to do it. Here's my prediction. Week one, we saw what happened last night. 27-20, I got the Eagles winning the home opener on Brady night in Gillette. Going 27-20, Philadelphia in week one. And the reason it's 27-20, you just have too many question marks on defense. And you can't answer them here today. None of you can. And I'm not going into a football game analyzing a defense with question marks. Your defense has too many holes in it that you have no idea. Now, could all those holes be filled come week two? Sure. But you, there's not a chance you're going to sit here and go, well, the Eagles are going to score 40. That's not going to happen because your defense is not ready yet. And your defense is suspect. And the most important thing, your defense is suspect because of your run defense. Your run defense is not that great. Patriots have to run. They have to run the wheels off Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke. A lot of screens, a lot of checkdowns. I personally don't think you have the linebackers or the safeties to cover them. That's an opinion. I don't think you have those guys to cover them. You didn't have them last year. What makes you think you have guys this year? You're a lesser experienced football team this year, and yet you guys think you have a better opportunity at covering people? And you're smaller. Do you understand you're a smaller group this year? In your safety position and linebacker position, you're smaller. You're a smaller group of guys. That's not an opinion. You are smaller. That's a fact. Okay. Senor goes, the Patriots' offense is garbage. Well, they have the best back, and you have, they have tight ends you can't cover, in my opinion. We'll find out. And by the way, great quarterbacks didn't beat you but one last year. Average quarterbacks beat you. Andy Dalton and Tyler Heineke beat you. I mean, let's not be crazy here. Matt Jones is better than those guys. He's better than Tyler Heineke and Andy Dalton. I say the game is this, too. Um, this is going to come down again up front like it did in 17. It's going to come down. Hey, you want to hear an opinion? I think your boy in the middle is outmatched in this game. But hey, and I, and I, hey, Tone, no disrespect to anybody. You know, I love D Gun. I know guys who couldn't read. 
I know guys who had very limited education in the, in the school and in classroom. They couldn't, they couldn't write their name. You put them on a football field, they were savants. Because you have electronical engineer or because you're a brain surgeon or because you know how to put bombs together or because you're great on debate teams doesn't mean you know what you're doing out there. It has nothing to do with it. I don't give a shit how many degrees you have. If you're not football savvy and you're not football understanding and seeing schemes and understanding schemes, it doesn't matter what your degree says. Seriously, I know guys who can't write their name. You get them on a field. They know every single guy's responsibility and his position. And that guy couldn't write a check to pay for his rent. It's it's a dumb conversation because he's smart. What's that got to do with? This is a different smart. Now, if you're getting a job and applying for a job at NASA, that's important to have. But when you're applying for the starting position of middle linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles, and you got to go do your first assignment in New England at Gillette, that has nothing to do with it. Absolutely has nothing to do with it. Zero. Guy's smart. Is he football smart? Yes. How do you know that he hasn't played? Oh, he was at Georgia. And he graduated with a mechanical engineer. Should have went to Harvard then. Lawrence Taylor used to go on drug binges. Sleep in meetings. Belichick could wake him up. He'd know every single guy's responsibility. Guy bounced checks to pay his electricity and his rent. Mechanical engineering degree didn't help LT. Has nothing to do with it. Has everything to do with, as Tone says, you put your name on a test. That don't mean you you, you graduated. Right now, Nicobe's got his name on the test. We're going to find out if he passed the class on Sunday. I don't think he. I, I don't think he's set up for it. I think they've given him too much. The play would have been Edwards. We know this. I'm not going to relitigate anything here. Okay. Evan goes, Zeke is done. Okay. But not Rashad Penny, right? See, when Evan says stuff, when people say and fans say that stuff, Zeke is done. Had 1,000 yards last year. But Penny's not done, right? 57 carries a year in five years. Jamison, you shouldn't be. You have the better team. You don't have the better coaching, and you don't have the better special teams. But you have the best leader on the field at quarterback. And I think he's going to carry that thing across the finish line for you. I think it's going to set up for a pretty good first month of the season. Jalen Hurts carries that franchise. Carries the coaching. He does carry it. Because he carries it in spirit. 
He carries it in spirit. Dude, in a game like this, that goes a long way. That shit goes a long way. When you're down in the fourth quarter, your defense is not playing well, and you got to make a play. Okay? Pats goes, O-line is horrendous. And Scott goes, the Patriots, get this. Scott thinks the Patriots' O-line is horrendous, and he's got two guys in there, one who's never played, and another guy who underachieved last year, and he says the Patriots' O-line is terrible, but doesn't aim the same question marks at his two tackles. It's incompetence to think that going into a game. You're incompetent. You're talking about pro guys when you say they're not very good and you got guys who've never played. And one guy who didn't play well. So who's the real... See, you're missing it. You don't have to see superstars to beat you. You don't have to. Shit, I saw Tyler Haneke beat you. Full strength. Like like this. So you guys think you have better linebackers that can cover the the Hutter Henry and the other guy that they have, the kid from Miami. You don't. Where? Who? The guy who got off the street, Zach Cunningham, and a guy who didn't play it down last year. You think those guys are better. Where would you think that? We should have picked up Zeke. Now I have to deal with bag of pennies. I love that line. Rashad bag of pennies. This is going to be one in the middle of the field. Because to me, the Patriots are not going to try to go plus 25 in passes. They can't because I will, I will concede that Sills goes Hunter Henry. Who's your linebackers? Who You couldn't cover anyone last year, real. Who's covering them? That shrimp? Nicobe, I can't wait to see that. I don't believe it. That's an opinion, Quan. That's an opinion. I don't think he can. Well, those guys aren't great. Who said you were? Eli Ricks. Who's that? Devin goes, the dude says, whatever. What's wrong? This guy wants me to give kudos to a guy that's never taken a regular season NFL snap and say he's better than a season pro. That's disrespecting your opponent. That's what most fans do. It's okay. It's common. Slow brow thinking, but it's common. <laughs> Dean will have 15 tackles. If New England gets that ball moving, he won't make the game. (laughs) I don't think that guy is the answer at Mike. Name me a linebacker that you've drafted in the last 20 years that's worth a shit. That's an inside linebacker. 
Name me one. One. You had to go out and rent them. Name me one. And you had to find a free agent. Name me one. Trotter? So we're going back to the early 2000s then. Is that right? Trotter. Was that 90? Was that 2004? What was that? 2003? 20 years ago? This game is going to be attacked. Running the ball? I would say this to you. New England is going to run the ball at least 38 times. You're going to see tons of checkdowns, screens, and they're going to want to punt. Because they're, they're trying to win two important, three actually, important keys here. Do you know the Patriots were one of the top teams in national football last year in turnover takeaways? That team had 30 takeaways last year. Okay? They don't give the ball up. They don't. They do not give the ball up. Tom, I'm not saying Dean's a bust. I'm just saying that he's not the answer there. They, I think he's more of an outside backer. I'd have put him at the, um, the will backer. Like what Buddy did with Seth. I would have moved him from the Will, moved him over to uh, the Sam, and then moved him into the middle, at least kind of like matriculated him into playing Mike. Instead, they're just throwing him in there like he's going to do it and replace 160 tackles. That's That's insane and absurd to think he can do that, having never played. I give a shit about 34 plays. And they're going to attack the linebackers because that's the weakest part of the team with the safeties. The middle of the field has been the weakest part of the Eagle defense along with the run defense the last two years. Not being able to cover. You have not had cover linebackers in two years, but you haven't had to worry about really taking on really great quarterbacks. You did in the first year of Jalen, Jalen starting, and that's why you were 9-8. and eight. Because you couldn't defend people, even like Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr was like 80% or 90% against you in completion percentage. And now you're lesser experienced in the middle there. They're going to attack that. And New England's going to win special teams, which means they're going to win field position. If they stop, that's a big if. And by the way, your best running back is your quarterback. So Jalen's going to have to run the ball a ton. A ton. Giving more opportunity to getting hit. And if I'm Belichick, I am going to put as many hats on that guy and tenderize that guy as much as I can. The key is getting the ball out of his hands. An RPO quarterback, you put the wood on him. And they got a good defense. They were eighth in the league last year. They're going to put the wood on him. How about this? Let me think. What defense did you take on last year that finished eighth in the league last year? Did you take on a defense like that? Now, look, I don't think they're really that great in the secondary. 
But here's the key. They are great at getting home. They are great at getting home. They were third in sacks. Okay? 27-20. Eagles win the game. And I think this bitch is going to be an absolute brawl. You're not better than them on defense. Stop thinking that. And it might help you understand some clarity here. Where are you better? You have a pass rusher and where else? Corner? Yes. Corner? You're not better at safety. You're not better at linebacker. They got edge rushers too. And they got better defensive tackles that play the run. They were in the top 10 in stopping the run last year. They had a formidable run defense. You couldn't stop it. You were 16th. year before that, you were 22nd. You can't stop the run. Look, I just told Sway, he was 16th and 22nd in the last two years of stopping the run. Says that's bullshit. That's not bullshit. That's not an opinion. That's not an opinion. Okay? I don't feel bad anything I'm saying. I like hey, 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 uh, tell him, what do you think the score is in this game on Sunday? Just curious. I think 27-20 is a good score. Opening week at Gillette on the road versus Belichick. One of the better coaching staffs in the league. I think that's an I think that's an impressive win. I remember something 11. I don't feel bad for anything. 31-23. So he's got it by eight. Not far off. Okay. I just can't see the Patriots scoring 21 points. Because I'm, I'm with you guys at least on this. I, I just don't kind of see that. But the two guys to keep an eyeball on, actually three. There's three places. Okay. So Luffy thinks that that defense who has been not tested anywhere, it's not the same unit as a year ago, is going to hold New England to 10 points. And the eighth-ranked defense is going to give up 42 points. <laughs> and, uh, this is classic, man. You guys, but Then again, you guys thought that Kansas City was going to beat the hell out of the Lions last night. I said, not a chance. Again, I thought it would have been a bigger score because I don't really think Kansas City has. Can you imagine this? Okay. Kansas City, they still almost beat that team, and – they had Kelsey on there. They probably win that game. Make them wideouts a little bit better and open. Okay. You think the Eagles are going to beat that Kansas City team? Do you? I'll be, hey, they'll probably have Chris Jones, though, and Kelsey back, so it will be a different team. Okay. It'll be a different team. 
So that's not that's not a fair question. Yeah, but Tyler, that's not a fair question. They'll probably have Jones and Kelsey back by then. Shit, they may even add a wideout because if I told you, they got garbage. They got stripper names, Skyler Moore and shit. I mean, don't ever believe anything Chris Collinsworth says. After the game, Chris Collinsworth's like saying, I can't wait to see what the Giants have. All the skilled people they added. I'm like, Darren Waller and who? I mean, don't overcook it, dude. Darren Waller and who? Does anybody in the New York Giant offense scare you? I mean, I saw all those stripper names. Tony. Skyler Moore. This guy was throwing the strippers. Is Waller already hurt? What'd he do? Let me guess. He tripped coming off the bus. Or either that, or either that, Micah, he fell over his wallet. Probably fell over his wallet, you know, dropped out of his pocket because he's the highest paid tight end, Darren Waller. He probably tripped over his wallet. (laughs) Dude. Kansas City ain't going back to the Super Bowl, and they're not going back to the NFC t- AFC title game. That roster, Brett Veach and Andy Reid, have done a poor job at retooling it. Hey, and by the way, you know what you guys were telling me? Remember two years ago? Hey, Tone, you should have seen this one. I was telling you about that kid, McDuff, from uh, Washington, that he's a good football player. He's an exceptional football player. I wanted them to draft him. Instead of Jordan Davis. And you know what the people here were saying? Hey, he's not good. He's not a good ball player. I voted for that kid for All-American. I said, remember they had three draft picks, and I wanted him to be one of them. And I wanted him instead of Jordan Davis. And everyone in Philly's like, oh, no. As Xander. Well, you guys know. You were listening to me. Okay. Um, yeah, no, but you know, no, your guy's too much of a shrimp. He's out and wash. I'm like, this guy's a good ball player. Okay. Remember when Dan said that Veach is the best GM in the league? I did say that because he was coming off a Super Bowl win. But after watching the first game and seeing the lack of talent on the team, they've done a poor job at retooling this year's team. Am I wrong? You see, you got to understand something here, 29. When you look at someone and what they're doing in building an organization or a team or a player's performance, the team's going to dictate the take. This is not fortune-telling. Either the organization's getting better, the player's getting better, or the organization's getting worse, or the player's getting worse. I sit and look at that. That's how I do my show. I'm not, I don't sit around and guess. I'll let you know when I say, I don't believe Nicobe Dean's the guy. I'll let you know that take. Okay? No, 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 no. Mara, what's funny is you guys hold to these asshole takes and then you get mad at yourselves because you flip flopped on Carson Wentz. And then you try to apply that BS to me. Wentz is our guy. He's legend. <laughs> no, I never said that. Of course you didn't. At least have the balls to say you did. 
at least have the balls to say you did and that the player's performance dictated how you see him today. Flip-flop that? So get this. Mara goes, it's flip-flopping if you start out saying, boy, Carson Wentz really looks great this year. And in the fourth year, what a horrible ending his career was in Philly. That's flip-flop? Or is that fact? So you, you, don't, you don't want to tell the truth? You want to stick and hold on to some stupid take to try to validate yourself? That's the dumbest things and the craziest ways I've ever seen it. Okay? Whatever, guy. Moving on. Okay? I would say this to you. Do you think that's the same football team in Kansas City when Andy Reid was given total autonomy when John Dorsey was there? I said this to you a couple months ago, and Tone was there when I said this. John Dorsey's the guy that found Patrick Mahomes. John Dorsey's the guy that found Tyree Kill. John Dorsey's the guy that put all those players on that team. He was the guy. He had a horrible bedside manner. Andy Reid ran to Clark Hunt and didn't want him to give more autonomy to John Dorsey, so they fired him. He moved his guy Veach in. Those guys went on to win two Super Bowls, and as the process of the Super Bowls, this is what's happened. You've lost Honey Badger. You've lost Tyreek Hill. You've lost, and in injuries, you lost this game on Chris Jones over finances, and a guy got hurt. Four players have made you a lesser team than the first time around. And you're trying to tell me that that hasn't happened. If I was a good husband, if I was a good husband in years one through five, but then became a terrible husband in year six and my wife takes notice, did she flip-flop on me? No. She just has eyes. It's called truth, Tone. How come my wife's divorcing me in my 20th year? Didn't she like what? You changed. It's totally. Football's like a relationship, dude. Idiotic. T- uh, dude, whatever, guy. Yeah, you're right. You got the same football team. Hey, here, I'll tell you what we'll do here. I'll tell you what we'll do. Here, here, here's for some of you. Hey, you guys got a better team than you did a year ago. Your coaching staff's better than Bill Belichick's. You know, you got the best defense in the National Football League. Your offense is spectacular. Be the best. You got the most complete team in the NFL. No one's going to beat you. Don't worry about it. Hey, you'll probably win that game 42-10. There. That's for, that's for some of you guys. Okay. That's for some of you guys. Because some of you guys again. Funny man. This is, I can't. Hey, do you know you like like Tone said? <clears throat> like he said. Okay. Like he said, man. I can't wait till Sunday. 
Hey, before we get to the top of the hour and we look at the league, I got some prop bets here for you for the Eagles in this game against the Patriots. Ready? All right. Hurts. Over or under two and a half touchdowns on Sunday night. Over, under. I think I think he gets three TDs. I'm going over. Combined. Rushing and throwing. I think he gets over three. I think he gets three touchdowns. I think he's accounted for three touchdowns in that game. Al Gooden couldn't hold your jocks or Sills. Golden is a half a sandwich kind of guy. <laughs> How you doing, Q-Ball? Q-Ball, get this. When everybody in... Hey, Q-Ball, doesn't this kind of remind you of these Philly guys? Doesn't it kind of remind you of the Miami guys when those guys were 99%? Hey, by the way, Joe Rowe put the gun to the contract. <laughs> he sure did. Hey, Q-Ball, do you remember what they used to do on QAM down in Miami? At Miami Hurricane radio shows... They would start a chant, fire Cilio, because I said Al Golden was the biggest loser coach we've ever hired. They were starting chants with fire Cilio on my own network, on my own radio station. Two years later, he was fired. Here you go, baby. Zeke Elliott. Does he score one TV TD over or under? So you've been hated your whole career. Yeah. You got to remember something, JM. I played on the most hated American sports football team, sports team in American sports history. That's a merit badge to me. Sports Illustrated called my team, including your Broad Street Bullies, the Pistons. They called my 86 Hurricane team the most hated team in American sports history. And I was one of the stars on that team. So when you say shit like that to me, it's a merit badge. Yes. That's, hey, tell me this. When you're on the biggest and most hated American sports team in history, is that not a merit badge? No, Keon, all of American sports. Not college. All. SI did it, not big sills. Google it if you know how. G-O-O-G-L-E.com. Very simple. 
Easy to Google. DeAndre Swift. Over under 30 yards receiving. Over under 30 yards receiving. Put those electronical. Uh, now, nah, dude, my degree, you fold it up and put it in your wallet. <laughs> That's the degree you get from Miami back in the day when we were good. You folded your degree up, Tone, and put it in your wallet. It's the only degree I want. I think he's over two. I could see him around 47 yards. Hurts over under 275 yards in total offense. Two hundred fifty yards. What do you think? I think he's over two seventy five. Eagles run defense over under. 175 and a half yards rushing. Here's the game. Here's one of the components of the game. 175 and a half over under an Eagles rush defense. You think they're going to give up under 175 and a half? They're going to have to if they're going to win. I think they'll give up less than that too. I'll take the under and I'll take the under. I'll take the under in that. I, I that's where I'm at, Tone. I think about 150. 45-ish, something like that. Cause here, here, guys, when I say this, yeah, well, well, not only that, too, Trey, they may have 46 carries and 160 yards. That's really not a great yards per carry. You know what I mean? Because, dude, I'm not putting a I'm not putting a football game in Daniel Jones's hands. He's going to have to make ten plays in that game to win, and I, they're going to have to be calculated plays. Okay, they're going to have to be calculated plays. So I'm going to run that ball. Defense. I got two more tone before the timeout. Eagle defense, do they give up over or under 345 yards in total offense? I think 375 is troublesome if they are up near that number. So I put 345. Do you think over or under? Total yards the Eagle defense gives up. So Tone said 150 rushing, 250 passing. That's 400 yards. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say that Eagle defense is going to give up 400 yards, north of 400 yards. 
It's only 250 passing and 150 rushing. Okay? 345 yards of total offense. I say they give up 400 yards in offense. 250 passing, 150 rushing. I mean, will the Eagles hold the Patriots to under 21 and a half points? I say under. I say under. I do. I say under. I think they're only going to score 20. That's why they got 27-20. So, all right. We're going to look at the league now. I think there's so many great games coming up. Um, So many more question marks in this game on Sunday. Eagles and Patriots. We'll talk more on that. Please do me a favor. Um, Do not forget, it's the 40th anniversary of our great, great, great friends at Hooters. And look, with the 40th anniversary, please do me a favor. Go in this weekend. NortheastHooters.com. Find one of the seven locations nearest you for you to be able to go in and celebrate what is going to be an absolutely fabulous year. Now, listen, here's one thing also. If you don't want to go into one of the restaurants, you want to take the food home with you, Hooters2Go.com is there for you. Some of the great specials during this 40th anniversary. Hey, look, buy 10 wings and you get 10 boneless ones for free. Wing Wednesdays, 1983, all you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturdays. NortheastHooters.com. Log on. Find one of the seven locations. And by the way, King of Prussia, we're going to be doing so many great events with the folks there in the Philadelphia area. We cannot wait. We are so excited. We come back out of the timeout. We're going to talk NFL week one. We'll take a look again at some of the players that have to be singled out for this Patriots Eagles game on Sunday. We'll do all that. Hit the like button. Hour number two, keep it here. National football show. Passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, 
the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to look. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S. Eagles. Joe Burrow. Five years, 275, 219 million in guarantees, $55 million per. For the first time in Bengals history, they did something with significance for their future. They solidified their future. And that player now has everything in front of him. Now it's going to be up to the organization not to go cheap around him. You know, sometimes you could be like Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He had to learn a lesson the hard way. You know what LeBron did? He gave LeBron all the money. You know what he did? He gave him no resources. So you know what he told him? I'm taking my talents to South Florida. What did Dan Gilbert do the next time? Well, I just can't give LeBron the money and all the fame. That's not good enough. Had to build a team around him. Had to put the assets around him like Kyrie Irving and them guys. Actually, if it's not for LeBron James, athletes today would not be mobile like they are. You know, he was the first to do that. Everybody always shunned that. I love it. This is one of the absolute contributions that LeBron James has made to professional sports for all athletes. If that ownership is not doing enough to enhance my ability to win a championship, I'll get... $50 $50 million here, I'll get $50 million there. But I'm going to a place that gives me a chance to win also. Nobody sits in a place and likes to lose. How many times, did, do you know how many times I've, I've run for a job or I've chased a job and the environment was absolutely shitty in it and I did it for more money? Every time I want to cut my throat when I do that. I mean it. You want more money. Everyone wants to be rewarded. Of course they do. You get into the place you hate every human in the building. And believe me, I'll let you know it. Okay? I let you know it to my own fault. I'm not loyal to nobody, bro. I'm loyal to me. Nobody's going to look out for my family. Nobody but me. And remember something. 
If you have an opinion on what others think of you, always remember something like Denzel Washington said in that movie. You should be more concerned by people doing right by you instead of thinking how people think of you. That is such a major problem that we have. More people give a shit about what people think about them instead of what people do when it comes to doing right by them. I don't care if you like me. Are you doing right by me? Like he said, you don't have to like me. You just have to do right by me. I mean, God, I really hope he likes me. What are you, A-Rod? I'm talking Rodriguez. That shit's so stupid. Well, I hope that person really thinks highly of me. Dude, you'll know when they're thinking highly of you when they pay you. That's why Mike Tomlin's my favorite coach. He puts everyone's ass on blast. He puts everyone's ass on blast. I'm going to get to these two Eagle guys, and I'm going to, again, I'm circling them. These two guys, each week we're going to do Eagle bullseyes. And I got two guys in the Eagle bullseye this week. Before we do that, I got two hot takes for you here. Okay? I guess that's what they call him. It sounded lame right there, didn't it? How about opinions? Okay? You want to hear it? I don't know if you guys will subscribe to it. I say by week four, Tyrod Taylor's starting quarterback in New York with the Giants. I say Tyrod Taylor's starting quarterback. I don't believe in that guy in New York. I, I just don't believe that guy. Do you? Wait a minute. Do you? Do you think Daniel Jones did enough last year that made you do this? That guy's great. Remember, they can get out from under that deal too. There's a lot of there's a lot of like off ramps on that contract. It's like a, really a two-year deal. Seals, you know how the Eagles are the best, NFL's best. The only quarterback that beat us when it mattered was Patrick, and he needed help from the field. Yes, Damon. Yes. Yes. So wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys think Daniel Daniel Jones, Dimes Jones, is not a fraud. Hey, I'm hard on Jalen. I got more faith in Jalen Hurts than that guy. I'll, hey, and by the way, I'm sorry, Jalen, for disrespecting you by putting you into a conversation with Daniel Jones. Do you know I hear the people in New York calling him a franchise quarterback, saying he's a top, I've heard Boomer Esiason, my friend, say Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback. I'm like, not a chance. Dak's better than that guy. I mean, Dak owns the Giants. He's 10-0 versus them. Boomer Esiason thinks Daniel Jones is a top 10 guy. I'm like, so wait a minute. How many people here, let me not disrespect Jalen. Let me say this to you. Do you think 
Daniel Jones is better than Jared Goff? How many people think Daniel Jones is better than Jared Goff? I certainly don't. JM goes, hey, Sills, guy's Alex Smith at best. Alex Smith won some ball games. I think he won a division title. That guy's not better than Jared Goff. Jared Goff is good. Trust me. Trust me. My tongue has a residue on it when I say that. Jared Goff is good? I can't believe it. Here's another one. 49er guy? You're so going to hate this one. I say by week four, Sam Darnold's your starting quarterback in San Francisco. <laughs> Dude, unless this guy's Joe Montana and he turns out to be. Hey, hey, Greasy, I'm going to get to those games here in a sec. Okay. Darnold Duck is going to be the starting quarterback in San Francisco by week four. <laughs> okay. Darnold Duck. Starting quarterback by year's end, maybe. <laughs> Brock Purdy. Right? Darnold Duck. I, hey, Niners windows closed. All right. I just, hey, I just had to say those two. Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback in New York. I just don't believe in Daniel Jones. But hey, we'll see. And I got Sam Darnold as a starting quarterback in San Francisco after the first four games. Okay. I, Chris, I thought Jared Goff was impressive too last night. I really did, man. Jones wishes he was Goff. I know, man. Dude, Jared Goff, he beats Mahomes. Shit, that's, remember that show they put on on Monday night, Rams and Chiefs? Hey, I'll tell you this. If you're Sean McVay, Five star. If you're Sean McVay right now, are you are you doing this? Damn. Did I make a mistake? Now nah, I got my Super Bowl. But did you make a mistake for the future? Do you think maybe if you had had more patience, golf would have won that Super Bowl? I mean, if you're the Rams, Les Snead and Kevin Demoff, the executives in Los Angeles, you have to go like this on what you saw last night. Jesus. We gave up on this guy. We gave up on him. Right? JoJo goes no. So they get the Super Bowl. And no future at quarterback for the next 
You don't have draft choices for the next three years, or two years. You have no future in Los Angeles. You got the Super Bowl, true. But you're not going nowhere. The Rams may finish as one of the worst teams in the league with no future at quarterback and no first-round picks with all these guys. Wouldn't you like to have Shadur Sanders, potentially quarterback in the Rams? You can't have that now because guess why? Well, unless you trade Aaron Donald. Unless you trade Aaron Donald. And by the way, Sean McVay will resign at the end of this year so he can go into the broadcast booth. He ain't sitting around for another shitty year of football in Los Angeles. Okay? Well, hey, Arthur. Arthur goes, well, he had a good night last night. Well, he turned around the Lions. He went to a Super Bowl like Jalen with the Rams. This guy's had a pretty good career so far. Jared Goff has not had Jared Goff has not had a bad career. Or wait, maybe you think he has. Jared Goff has had a had a good career. Gone to a Super Bowl, turned two franchises around, Rams and Lions. I don't know. Right? Two dudes in the big sills bullseye for Sunday. Jordan Davis. And your boy, Nicole Bedeen. Them two dudes. I am going to have the the Howie Roseman binoculars. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be critiquing steps. I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be sitting there watching those two dudes. Boy, are we going to give you a scouting report on Monday. As I can't wait. <laughs> Woo! Mm. I can't wait. Absolutely, baby. I'll be watching those two dudes. Those two are in the big seals bullseyes. Hey, hey, by the way, real quick. So is Sippos the kicker or are we doing something cloak and dagger here with some surprise? Is this going to be like um, charades or something that we're playing with the kicker? What are we doing with the kicker thing? Okay. What's, what's the charades we're doing? Hey. This kid played at San Diego State. <laughs> hey, this kid punted for the Eagle. What are we playing charades? What's the point of firing the guy, putting him on the practice squad, and not naming him whether or not he's your special teams punter? Is I mean, what's the point of all that? Sounds like wasted energy to me. I mean, hey, smells like a shitty punter. It must be Sippos. That's it, right? Hey, hey, look at that. B Hard D goes like this. We're not punting Sunday. (laughs) Touche. 
Hey, touche. Touche, man. Hey, Sills, we don't need a punter. We're not punting Sunday. <laughs> Dude, touche. Best goof of the day, man. Best goof of the day. Who says we're punting Sunday? <laughs> we don't, hey, who says we, we need we need field goals or we need extra points? We don't need any of them guys. Touche. Touche on that. Okay. Seals, we're not punting. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's a way of looking at it, too. They're, I can't lie to you. That's a way to look at it. Seals, we're not punting. Okay. It, it, I, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Two-point conversions. We're going to play XFL, right? Hey, Maxim, we're going to play XFL style, right? We're going for two and threes. Okay, I, I, all right. I mean, I hadn't looked at it that way. Hey, Big Sills, we don't need a punter. We're not punting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Putting is for losers? True. They're not football players. They're specialists. You know what I'm saying? They're not football players. Punters and kickers are not football players. It's like telling me golfers are athletes. Okay, if you, hey, always remember this about golfers. If you can wear the same slacks that you play your particular event in and go to dinner, or you can go to like a dance in them, or you could go to someone getting married, or you can get married yourself in them, that's not really a sport, is it? Right? That's not really a sport. If you can wear the same slacks you wore in your event, and you can go out to dinner in them slacks. I just, that's not really an athlete to me. <laughs> All right. Hey, week one National Football League, man. There's some really great games. And we were we're starting a week out 1-0. Okay? Hey, JM, you would not outdrive big sales. One of my crowning achievements, JM. You see that cup? Not the one down here. You see that cup with the chains? That's third place. World Series of Golf. Big sales. Third place. Down on the PGA National. Where Nicholas won the... Um, where Nicholas won his PGA event. Big, Shil Big sales shot a 75. I don't chase a white ball around any longer because I think it's fascist and I think it's racial. So I don't do that for, I don't chase a white ball around for four hours. It's just, I, I, I think it's not, I, I think there's a racial component to it. So I don't play golf anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Longest drive. All right. Third place with three competitors. All right. Let's take a look at week one. Jam, I'm up for that, man. I'd love to make five bucks, five million a year playing a game in my work clothes. <laughs> I didn't say he didn't make a lot of money. I said they're not football players. You, once again, you missed it. If it was a black ball, would you hit? Oh, I no, absolutely not. I'm not chasing a white ball around. Okay? I'm not chasing any color ball around. I'm not doing anything. 
on a golf course for three hours. Look at Quan always trying to see. Quan's the kind of people that try to throw you in the gutter. I've got to rise up. All right, here we go. Yeah, I remember what Tone did. You know, I was I was trying to put on my my mugshot face, and he said that I looked like a, um, a made guy. You know, I mean. Very Italian, you know. I'm just, I, I get it. I got the face of Sicily on my, I got, I got it. I understand this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, by the way, that game last night, if you took Detroit, that wasn't really a reach, was it? Okay, that wasn't really a reach, especially when you found out Kelsey wasn't playing. I didn't, I didn't think it was that much of a reach, but. Some people were still looking because it was Mahomes. I'm like, yeah, but I don't see a really good roster. Okay? I don't really see a good roster there. So, I I mean, I took the four and said that I think the Lions are winning. I Actually, I told you guys, I thought it was going to be a more of a significant margin. I thought they were going to blow them out. But to get to one point win, actually five points with the four. So, here we go. Sunday games and the Monday night game. Carolina at Atlanta, three and a half. You know, I think this is a pretty intriguing game because it's two football teams that are rebuilding. you got Bryce Young that's going to be starting. And I'll tell you what, they seem to really like this Desmond Ritter kid. And it's at home. Three and a half. I think B. John Robinson, you're going to see a ton of him. I think, hey, by the way, Look at what you have in that offense. You got B. John Robinson and that kid Pitts from Florida. They got some pretty good football players there, man. I think Atlanta's got some playmakers. I think the defensive side of the ball with Carolina, I'm not sure if Brian Burns, what his status is. I saw that he was banged up a little bit going into this game. Um, Carolina doesn't have an offensive line. So I would say in this game, take the home team and – Atlanta's favored by three and a half. Carolina's getting a three and a half. That's going to be a close one, man. I'll take care. I'll take Atlanta in the three and a half. Okay. And or giving the three and a half. I think they'll beat them maybe 27. 27 21, something like that. Cincinnati going into this game into Cleveland. This is a really interesting ball game because everyone's waiting, including the guys that are setting the landscape for this. They want to see what Deshaun Watson looks like. Cincinnati is given two points, minus two. Burrow practiced this week. He looks good. Um, my, my question mark is going to say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Being the secondary, especially in the safety position, they got rid of Bates. He's down in Atlanta now. And how are they going to look going into Cleveland? This is always a drag-out game here. I got to tell you, man, I'm going to take Cleveland in the points in this game. I think Watson wins this game. I think Cleveland is a very sneaky team. I think they got a good roster. It's week one. I think they got great wideouts or pass catching options. They got a great back. Their old line's great. This really is going to come down if Watson has righted the ship. You know, if I'm not mistaken, Tone, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Watson at the stretch run when he came back in, I thought he went either four and three or four and four down the stretch. It looked chaotic, but the whole season was chaotic for the Browns. I think with a good offseason, calming the waters down with everybody in the organization and the community and himself. I think this is going to be a different Deshaun Watson going. It has to be. You've got like 230 million reasons why this has got to work. This is, you can't bail on this. Okay. You can't bail. It's 100%. Get this as great. You want to hear something crazy about that deal? Who, in your opinion, is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? Who's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? Everyone's like, look at the money Joe Burrow got. Joe Burrow got $219 million in guarantees, didn't he? Deshaun Watson has $230 million in guarantees. What would you rather have? Think about that. You see how they bullshit you? Watson has 200, Watson makes more. I want the money in the bank. I don't want you telling me you're going to put it in the bank. Because every time you drive to the bank, sometimes the check gets lost in the mail. We know the story. Watson has the best deal still because of the guaranteed money. 230 versus 219. Hey, even a guy from Miami can add. Right? Does it matter at that point, Coast Polly? Probably not, Polly. Probably not. <laughs> hey, Sills, we're talking really about 219, 220, and 230 million. Does it matter there? 
Well, I don't know. Does a hundred dollars matter or does eighty dollars matter? I think it's all in context, isn't it, Polly? Polly, would you rather have somebody give you a hundred dollars or eighty dollars? So let's put it in you and me's context. Okay. You want the hundred? You want the C note? Or do you want the 80 bucks? What would you rather have? I think the hundred dollars. I mean, if it's 20 more, why not give it to me? Yeah, man, I got Cleveland winning this game. I'm getting the points and I'm gonna take this ball game here. And um 26-23, something like that. I got Cleveland winning this game. Let me circle these. Jacksonville at Indy. Jags are giving up four and a half. They're on the road against Indianapolis. Indy at home versus Jacksonville and Doug, four and a half. Man, I'm all over Jacksonville in the four and a half. You know, Indianapolis, they still got Branston Butner up front, don't they? They're pretty good on defense. They got no run game. The kid's a rookie quarterback. They got Michael Pittman and nobody else. I'm taking the four and a half. That's a 28. That's a 28-14 kind of game, isn't it? 28-14. I got the Jags in the four. And I'll, I'll, I'll give the four and a half. Jags all night long. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota's giving the Bucks five and a half. Minnesota will be better on defense. Um, they're going to have to replace those 1,200 yards rushing. Um, they got Addison now and Jefferson at wideout. They got a pretty decent tight end. I think they got better in the front four. Brian Flores is not a defensive coordinator. Five and a half, though. The Bucs aren't going to score a lot of points, even though they got weapons. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, they got players there, man, but... I, I, I don't see Tampa Bay scoring over 20 points in this ball game. So I got Minnesota and I'll even, I'll even give the bucks the five and a half. I'm going skull too, to as I got skull all night on this one. Um, Tennessee at new Orleans. Does this number, does this number kind of shock you? We're going to get Philly Godfather. We're going to go over all these and see what he thinks of my takes here. Um, three and a half? You're giving Tennessee? Boy, that seems low. I thought that number would be higher. Three and a half. In New Orleans at the Superdome. What do they know? I don't know. Right? Right? Three points minus three. New Orleans is only getting or giving three points to Tennessee on the road. Huh. That's an interesting game. Who do you guys have in that game? Patriot says Titans. I think the Saints went out right. James says, Titans always play hard, Matthew. 
I gotta think. I gotta think new offense. I know Alvin Kamara's not there. I'm still taking. I'm gonna take the Saints in this. Man, I hate that coach though, Dennis Allen. I'll take the Saints, giving the three to Tennessee. I might regret that. Now, here is a game that I think is kind of like last night's game. Okay? Here's, here's, here's a little bit here. Okay? San Francisco's giving Pittsburgh two and a half. I'm going to take the Steelers in an upset. I got the Steelers winning this game. Okay? I got the Steelers winning this game here. I don't how many how many reps is Boza going to get? The quarterback. I got Pittsburgh in an upset at home, right? I'm getting two and a half. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this game with the two and a half. Arizona at Washington. Washington is giving seven. Who's the quarterback? Is it the kid Dobbs we saw in Tennessee last year? Is it is it Josh Dobbs that's starting in Arizona? I actually like that kid. I actually like him. Okay? I, I like him. I thought he did a really good job coming off the street and walking into that building and winning or playing like a winner and I, I like him. I, I like him as a backup. I mean, I would not have a problem with him in Philly as a backup. Um, I got Washington, though, man. I think Sam Howell's going to have a big day. They, he wins that ball game. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Washington, and I'll give Arizona the seven points. Houston at Baltimore. Here is a huge number. Man, Baltimore's giving Houston 10. Wow. Week one, new offense. Wow, 10 points. Houston has no roster, though. I mean, they really have no roster. Do you feel Baltimore could cover 10 points? Houston, Baltimore, at Baltimore. Man, that roster's so bad for D'Amico Ryans. I'm going to take Baltimore and the 10. That's an awful lot of points to give up, though, man. Arthur, you could be right. Quan, too, man. 10 points. Wow. First week. Mm, that's right there. Green Bay at Chicago, minus one. Bears are giving up. Bears are favored by a point over Green Bay. Why do I want to take Jordan Love in this? I think they're the better roster, they're the better team. I'm going to take the Packers in this one. And I think the Packers, and I'm going to take the Packers in the point. I think they go into Chicago, and I think Green Bay wins. Take a Chicago here. 
Or no, I'm thinking Green Bay. Because they got the better football team. There's still so many holes in Chicago. Who's running the ball? The quarterback? Okay. They got better wideouts. They, okay, they got, they got DJ Moore now, and they got Claypool. There's some more talent there. Defensively, they've still got a ton of holes there. I'm taking the Packers here. Raiders at Denver. Denver's giving up three and a half. Man, that's low. You know what that tells me? The guys with the money don't believe in Russell Wilson yet. They want to see it. Um, yeah, I got love over fields in that game. He's got the better team, Anthony. Pat say the running back and wide receiver is questionable. Of course they do. Don't believe anything you're hearing until you see out. Turner, don't believe anything that comes out of New England. It's like coming out of Trump Tower or the White House. Don't believe anything you hear because none of it's true. <laughs> don't believe any of it. Until you see this, out. Okay? Don't believe nothing up there. That guy's lying out of his ass. So I'm going to take Russell Wilson, and I'm going to give the Raiders three and a half, but I'm, I want to see it myself. You guys know what I got. I'm, I'm taking the Eagles, and I'll give New England a four. I got them 27-20. I got Philly winning that thing. Miami with the Chargers. Chargers at home, giving Miami three. I think this is going to be a big game. You know why this – hey, do you know why this is a bigger game? Do you guys know why that – why do you think this was a big game, Miami and the Chargers? Why do you guys think this is a big game? Josh thinks Miami wins. Joey goes, Bronco country, let's ride. Great fan base. That's right, Arthur. Arthur may be a jack wagon sometimes to big sills, but that's exactly the take. That's exactly the take. Miami skipped over Herbert. That's right. Chris Greer went with Tua. Remember, tank for Tua? And they went with Tua, and now... You know, you can have an argument. When healthy, Tua could be better, but he's not. There's that fantasy talk again. Herbert's the modern-day Dan Marino. That's it, Kayvon. You're right. So this is a game here organizationally. Which guy's better, Tua or Herbert? This, Chargers have – I think the Chargers have – no – Who's got a better team? Man, that Charger coach, man. I do not like Brandon Staley. I do not like Brandon Staley. I actually like the coach in Miami. Actually, he is an upgrade. It's a little unfair to Brian Flores because the roster is also upgraded. Adding Tyree Kill, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not fair to Brian Flores. Brian really turned it around. So it's not fair to say that the Miami coach is an upgrade because the roster's been upgraded. 
Um, Derwin James is one of my favorite football players in the NFL. I love that kid. I really do. Man, Joey Bozum, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I like their left, that kid Slater, that left tackle they have. That's a good football team. I'm going to take the Chargers in this game, and I'll give Miami the three. That's going to be a very interesting ball game, to say the least here. Khalil Mack, way to go. Cosmo, Khalil Mack, absolutely. Rams and Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks are giving the Rams five and a half. Seahawks defense has been revamped. They've revamped that defense. See Gino do it again. If I'm not mistaken, too, Walker is a questionable guy for this game on Sunday. Um, I don't think the Rams have anything. I think Seattle covers that number, and I think they win. Walker's playing, Josh. Thanks. I'm taking Seattle, and I'll give the Rams. I'll give the Rams the five and a half. Dallas and New York. Giants. Man, the owner put so much pressure on that Cowboy team to go in there and have to get a win. And you got to start on the road. Dak's 10 straight wins now against New York. But that's with guys like Mike Glennon and other shitbag quarterbacks that they've had in there and since Eli and... There's been a lot of turd quarterbacks in New York. I mean, but why is the number three? Wouldn't you think that number would be like who are the who is who is gonna threaten Saquon Barkley versus the Cowboy defense? And then Darren Waller? Is Waller playing? So you have Darren Waller and you have Barkley and Jones, and you're gonna beat the Cowboy defense with that? Here, I'll say this, though. Someone thinks so. Because three points, I would have thought that number would have been around four and a half. But because that number's low like that, you see, it's great to hear all the the prognosticators talking to you um, about how the Cowboys look. And yet, when you look at the money guys, and by the way, we're going to go over this with our guy at 530, Philly Godfather. I want to hear what he says about, because that number that all the guys with the money set at three, man, why do I want the Giants in the three? I'm going to take the Cowboys. And I'll give New York three. I don't I just got through telling you I think Tyrod Taylor will be the starting quarterback in that I just don't see New York. I got the Cowboys covering that three. Now here's another one, and this could be the game of the week, Monday night. Um 
Bills at Jets. Two and a half. The Jets are getting. Man, those tackles are bad in New York. Offensive tackles, Jets. Man, they got a good running back tandem, too. They got good wideouts. Their defense could be the best defense in the league. Corners look great. Quentin Williams. I'm going to take the Jets and the two and a half. I think the Jets upset the Bills. Bills are my Super Bowl pick. Allen's my MVP. It's contradicting what I think about the team in the year. There's so much pressure on the Jets. I'm gonna. I'm changing that. I'm going to take the Bills, and I'll give the Jets two and a half. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm taking the Bills and, the, and giving the Jets the two and a half. Okay? I am. All right. Hey, hey, folks. One of the cool things that we're doing here today, we really appreciate it very much. Listen. We're throwing out a code word that all of you can win yourself some merchandise with Hooters and with Jacob Sports. Anytime that you see the email address, put all your information and then email it to us. We're going to announce a winner on Monday. We so hope you on. I mean, we're so looking forward to being part of the 40th anniversary of the Hooters Northeast, especially the King of Prussia one. And we're giving away an opportunity to win yourself some gift certificates. All you have to do is email all your information to that email address, Show at gmail.com, and we're going to announce a winner on Monday. For those who email us, once you see that code word, we've been throwing it out there on the screen each and every single hour, so we really appreciate you guys doing this for us. Thank you so much. And again, gift certificates at Hooters, man. It doesn't get any better than that during the football season. As we say, we're celebrating the 40th anniversary. And do me a favor. Go online to northeasttutors.com to find that location nearest you. It's one of the seven locations. You can also do this. If you don't want to go into any one of the places, all you have to do is you can order online, too, at hooters2go.com and understand some of the great specials we have. Hey, those buffalo wings they have are absolutely off the charts. They are absolutely off the charts if you go in there and try them, man. Tuesdays, buy 10 wings, 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, 1983, all you can eat. That's the year the place was founded and the 40th anniversary. We so appreciate it. Log on again to northeasthooters.com to find one of the seven locations. And when you roll into any one of the Hooters, do me a favor. You tell them Big Sill sent you.
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama. She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S. Eagles. Sales. National Football Show, Hour 3 coming up here in a bit. We're going to talk to our friend, Philly Godfather. Get his takes for this weekend with the points this time. We'll be doing that here in a little bit here. I want to throw this at you here. Oh, by the way, real quick. You know, sometimes you get something sent to you you just can't believe. Especially on Twitter. This, hey. This was pretty cool. So, you know, and, and again, this may be too inside for you guys. So I sent something about a year ago um, about the Oklahoma Sooner football program because I, I Bill Arnsbarger was the head coach at LSU, and I had to pick between LSU, Oklahoma, and Miami on where I was going to transfer to. It was a hard decision. By the way, I didn't even know I was going to get those offers until the very end. It, nobody was calling me, man. And then finally, those three schools called me. And, I mean, okay. Godfather also covers college betting as well. Oh, great. We got some games then. Fantastic. I love that. Fantastic. You're going to – hey, so I had a pick – between LSU and Bill, my uncle, had hired him with the Giants. He wasn't a very good NFL head coach in New York with the Giants, okay? But Bill was running LSU, and I was going to go there. Then Barry gave me a scholarship. And so he tweeted something out, and Tony Casillas sent it to me. And I said, man, hey, you know, Barry Switzer let me out of my scholarship so I could go to Miami. And Barry tweeted it. He goes, I hate it to this day or some shit like that. Um, or I regret that to this day. It was, and I was like, holy shit. Coach Switzer was one of the absolutely greatest recruiters. 
and one of the greatest dudes I'd ever been around. And I love that guy, man. What was it he said? Oh, here it is. Here it is here. And I wrote this because there's my official letter that I got to go to Oklahoma. And Barry tweeted out, I'm still pissed, Dan, that I didn't go to OU. I had a scholarship. I was, I, I was going to sign it. I kind of agreed to it. And Barry tweeted that out, and he goes, hey, I just found this, Sills. Switzer's still pissed that you didn't come to Norman. I'll tell you a secret. You know why I didn't go to Norman? Because it looked like it was Russia. Every house looked the same. I mean, I could have jumped from one house to another for about 18 miles. Big Sills is a New England guy. Do I look like I belong in Norman, Oklahoma? <laughs> I mean, hey, do I look like I belong in Norman, Oklahoma? I was like, nah, I don't know. Not, I don't think that's going to work for me. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Hurricanes were saying them. Who you got, Big Sills? Hey, Vincent, this is when I'm going to be. Oh, my God. Vincent's pulling a Philly on me. Vincent is pulling a Philly. Oh, wait a minute. Vincent, you're pulling a Philly on me. Sills, who do you have? On Saturday, A&M or the Hurricanes? Um, I'm, I'm, I, I have the Miami Hurricanes. We're going to win by 14 points. <laughs> Vincent just pulled a Danielle Cilio on me. I'm all tough with you guys. Sills, what do you got? Miami's winning by 14 points. We're we're, we're the better team. (laughs) Hey, 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 Ruiz. (laughs) Hey, Barb, I picked the Lions too. I'm with you. Oh, man. I just, hey, hey, Chris. I just got phillied. Hey, Sills, who you got? A&M or the Canes? You guys haven't won shit in 20 years. Who you got? Well, I got the Miami Hurricanes by 14 points. Hey, Tone, don't ever, hey, don't ever do that again to me. Don't ever do that again to me. God, they better win. Holy shit. Nobody will take me serious. Oh, man. Nobody take me serious. Oh, good night. That's funny, man. You guys called me. You know it now, don't you? Okay, here. Let me throw this at you here. Is Carson Wentz's career over? Let's go, Canes. Thank you, Tone. Is Carson Wentz's career over? (sighs) 
is is once finished. No, sir. How come he's not on a roster? Was Geno's over? Great take. There has to be an injury for him to get back into the league. Damn. So he's not good enough to even be a backup right now? Or is he looking for a situation, you think? He's got a ton of money. Okay. So you think he's back after week one when maybe something – like, if you're Arizona, why are you starting Josh Dobbs and not hiring Wentz? It, he's got to be waiting. him. It's got to be him. Oh, he's good enough to be a backup, but maybe he just doesn't love it. Hey, man, if I love something enough, I don't give a shit if it's football, if it's semi – Semi-pro football. I want to play the game of football. You know what I mean? I mean, Joe Flacco, I saw that maniac. Joe Flacco wants to play. In Philly, it's over. Yeah, I get that. But, it, I mean, Arizona's tanking. Probably true. Correct. I agree. Why, why wouldn't you go to a place like Kansas City, though? You know? Or Sam, hey, maybe maybe this depends on how Brock Purdy plays. Okay, this might depend on how Brock Purdy plays. He might be in San Francisco. Okay, because I got a feel he's going to be somewhere. Sills, what did Mozzie Smith say about football? He doesn't love it. Cosmo. I don't think he's a good football player. I just don't. I don't think he's a good football player. Carson's a head case. All right. Hey, before we take a timeout, get ready for hour number three here. Man, I got to tell you, I'm so disappointed in this one player. Man, Chase Young is not going to play this weekend, maybe. I thought he was going to be a superstar. In my opinion, Chase Young was a better player than Michael Parsons. This guy, since that injury, I mean, he has just – what a shame. Man, I'd love to have him in Philly, but now he may not play still. This kid's got to be toast. No wonder they didn't pick the fifth-year option up on him. Barbie wasn't a bust. He was the rookie of the year. He was the defensive rookie of the year. He wasn't a bust. He's hurt. He, he was the rookie of the year defensively. The guy was not a bust. This is a special play. I, I thought he was better than Micah Parsons, and now they're saying he's questionable. Dude, not a chance Derek Barnett is better than or was anything near Chase Young. Chase Young's not where he is now because of injury, not because of talent. Derek Barnett is an okay player. Chase Young was a great player. They're two different things. Two different things here. 
Man, what an absolute shame. That kid was special. He ain't anymore. Dude, he's a scrap heap guy now. You're telling me that that kid can't get back on a football field and it's been two years now? It's okay. Okay. Cosmo Gosills, what fan base is soft, Niners or Eagles? I don't think any of them fan bases are soft. I know the Eagles one ain't. And by the way, I covered the Niners out KMBR. Actually, it's one of the greatest brands, if not the greatest brand, on the West Coast next to the Raiders. 49er brand has a lot of fans to it. There's a lot of people that cover that team and follow that team. Okay? All right. I got to take a timeout. Hey, don't forget. Okay? We're giving out a code word here. All you guys have to do with your email, you see the email, email your information. You're going to get an opportunity to win yourself some Hooters gift certificates. We're going to name the winners on Monday. Very simple. All you have to do is give us all your information, and come Monday, you could be a proud winner of that. So we so look forward to all that, too. And we got a ton of people so far, Sills. It's a massive hit. Thank all of you. I mean that. Okay? I really mean that. I can't, dude, without you, I am nothing. I am nothing, okay? I'm just some YouTube guy. Without you, we're nothing. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, okay? Hour number three, Philly Godfather. And I know some of you call him um, Dallas Godfather, We'll talk to him. That'll be 5.30 Eastern. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island so leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods score and save at southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season and let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds and if you join our winter watch team we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all keep your tiles on your pool not in your pool 
Fly with Colony right now, Birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Number three, we appreciate you coming aboard on this football Friday. And it is a football Friday. Football tomorrow, Saturday. Then we got the NFL on Sunday. My God almighty. Hey, by the way, please. I will be on with Scott Farrell on Sports Grid at 225 Eastern time. We're doing um, some work together here with Jacob and with Sports Grid. They got a great platform. And I've known Scott Farrell. It's funny. We've got a lie. Niner, you'll like this. Scott Farrell did Sports Phone 68. My very first big gig was in San Francisco. I Hey, some of you don't know this, but I started in News Talk at KGO Radio in San Francisco. Hey, Niner all day. I started in San Francisco. Okay? Um, at... KGO Radio, and I was on with Dunbar and Rosie. Do you know who Jim Dunbar is? Jim Dunbar is the guy who the um, that serial killer called, and he was who's who's the big serial killer in the Bay Area back in the seventies? Zodiac. And I told you the guy's a story before. I walked into his studio and I was wearing Zubas, these crazy pants. This guy's in a suit and tie. He was an old CBS guy. And I walk in, I got a sweatsuit on because I don't really give a shit how I look. I don't care. Okay. Hey, so there's Rosie. She starts laughing. This guy starts giving me a ton of shit. He starts giving me, I don't know him from a can of paint. And I'm sitting there and I'm doing all the sports updates. He says something to me and I go, I'll tell you what, Jim, I know who you are. You're a legendary broadcaster. Marconi winner, all that shit. I got it. But don't ever talk to me like that. I don't let my grandfather, my wife, or anyone talk to me. I didn't have a kid then. I go, don't ever effing talk to me like that again. I love this kid. I was so afraid. It was my first day. And we became such great friends. And then KMBR, KMBR hired me. And I'll tell you how I got the job. I got the job because of John Madden. Hey, hey, Niner, I got the job because of John Madden. So this guy was late doing Sports Phone 68. And by the way, Scott Farrell did the – he did the Sports Phone 68. That's why I'm tying it in because I'm going on with Scott on Sunday. 
And this was like in the 90s, 95, when I first started. And Scott Farrell's doing the show, and he come in here, and say, oh, yeah, man, oh, man, oh, man. Farrell on the bench, he on it. No, he didn't want to be out here. Maniac, because I was a Raider fan. Al Davis was my guy. Was it the 49ers? Come on in here, Big Zills and on ain't And I was like, all right, man. You know, you know, it's all right, you know. So they were looking for a replacement. So the guy that they were looking at was late. This guy, Bob Agnew, goes, You'll never ever in your life ever be a radio host as long as you live. Live with that. Guy was late, right? He was late. All right. You have one shot. I get up there. I do a three-hour show. John Madden calls and goes, this guy's fantastic. I didn't know shit. I didn't even know how to do phones. I didn't know anything about topic trees. I didn't know shit how to set a show. I knew nothing. Phone lines went. I got it to a point where half a million people were watching me. Like every, or listening to me every single night. Or week, 500,000 people were listening to me on KMBR. Had the biggest, I'm doing 17 shares on KMBR. I'm doing 17 shares. And John Madden had me over to his house in Blackhawk. You're the real deal. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. He goes, let me talk to Agnew. And this guy, Tony Salvador, was Susquehanna Radio at the time. So then that's how I, and then, you know, Al Davis spoke for me and so did Ed Bartolo. I got that job because of John Madden. It set me on my way. The two most important people, you want, hey, hey, I know some of you, hey, maniac, okay? I know some of you guys think that I'm a, I'm a you know, you know I, I just did this to do it. Do you know who are the two most instrumental people in my broadcasting career? Jim McKay and John Madden. Those two guys got me started. It was actually first Jim McKay. That's how I know Sean McManus. John Madden and Jim McKay are the people that got me into broadcasting. I wonder what they would think today. <laughs> Not quite their cup of tea. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Hey, maniac, is that not psycho? John Madden and Jim McKay got me into broadcasting. I had to go meet Rune Arledge. And actually, it was Frank Gifford who first said, You should go, you should go see uh, Frank Gifford and, and, um, and Jim McKay goes, You got to go see Rune Arledge. So that's when I went and met Rune Arledge. He was, in, I think, at the news at that time then. And then they sent me over to another couple guys who were running sports. Yeah, I walk into Rune Arledge's office in midtown Manhattan, and there he is sitting there. There's Rune sitting there with, you know, all this BS in his ear. He's listening to all this stuff. What a great guy, man. It was one of the highlights of my entire life. Uh, it, well, Frank, hey, Barb, Frank played with my my uncle with the Giants. It's how I know him. Oh, and by the way, can I, hey, one of you old timers in here, 
What was the name of the voice of the Giants that also helped me? <sighs> he called too. Some of you old timers in here. Who was the voice of the Jets? Um, and 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 the Giants. Who was that big? He went to Syracuse. They, they got a school named after him. He helped me too. And I'll tell you, what the hell? Oh, his name escapes me. I used to sit down with him and he was showing me how to broadcast. He used to be the voice of the Knicks, I think, too. No, not Mike. This is an old time guy. This guy was a, this guy was, no, this guy was back in the day, man. Not Bob Shepard. Bob Shepard's a great guy. Actually, he was the um, voice of, of of the Opera House in New York. Oh, God. No, not Harry. Man, who was the voice of the Jets? Not Greenwald's a great guess. I got to get this, man. I'm sorry, guys. I got I, I've, I've got to get this. I've got to get this. I've got to get this. I can't believe. And my uncle loved him, and he introduced him to me. What is the school in Syracuse broadcasting named after? Magnate Samuel Irving Newhouse. No. Legendary voice of the Jets. According to Wikipedia, notable past play by play. Marty Glickman. Marty Glickman worked with me on my delivery. Marty Glickman. You guys probably never heard of him. Anyway, where's my prop bets? And boy, I'll tell you something, man. Philly Godfather better be kind to my hurricanes this weekend. That's all I know, man. I had Mario Cristobal on yesterday, and he better he 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 better. He better be kind to my hurricane. So we'll do that last. But I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the uh, eagle props first here. And by the way, man, you can catch his show on Saturday right here on Jacob Sports too. Let's bring in our boy Philly Godfather. Thank you so much, man. What's going on, Dan? You all good? This has got to be. I mean, is this like Christmas? Get this. <laughs> Last night, I didn't think this was much of a reach. When I when I found out Travis Kelsey wasn't in and the line was four, and what we're going to do this week, we're going to put the line in. Last week, we just looked at it. We're going to put the line in now. Boy, I tell you what, those games are even tougher, dude, to pick with the line in there. But last night, I went like this. No Chris Jones and no Travis Kelsey. I mean, I'm te- I thought it would have been a bigger margin of a game, but it was a one-point win for the Lions. I didn't think – were you were you with the Lions last night? I bet them early in the summer at plus seven. And wow! The kept, yeah, the line kept dropping. I, this Lions team is going to surprise a lot of people. Offensively, they're one of the better teams in the NFL. Defense still struggles a little bit, but they looked pretty good last night against a, a high-powered offense with the Chiefs. Uh, it's just this Kansas City Chiefs team. I'm kind of they're going to be good this year, but they've been so healthy over the past two seasons. Top five, top five in health. And that's hard to you know to, to keep it up. I mean, eventually you're going to run into some injuries, and that's why I had taken the Chargers plus 300 to win the West and not Kansas City this year. So I'm really bullish on Detroit. 
I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think they win their division, and uh, I think they made the playoffs. I do too, man. Okay, let's do some Philly uh, prop bets before we get into the weekend games here. Sunday, Hurts over or under two and a half touchdowns total in that game on Sunday. Is that passing and rushing? Yes. Hmm. Under. Under? Yeah, go under. Zeke Elliott scores one TD over under. Uh, They're saying they're going to use him at the goal line. I think that's why they brought him in. I think they brought him in for two reasons. Pass protection because they're a little weak there in that O-line and goal line. They're going to kind of try to duplicate what, the, what they did with LeGarrette Blunt up there. Yeah, and, and he knows the Eagles a little bit, Zeke. So um, I say under. Dallas Goddard, over 40 and a half yards receiving. Over. DeAndre Swift, over 47 and a half yards receiving. Over, under. Oh, under. Hurts <laughs> over under 275 yards in total offense. Under. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the game. <laughs> Hassan Reddick. One and a half sacks over under. Under. Eagles rush defense, 175 and a half over under. Wait, you're talking about opposing rushing yards for the game? Patriots running the ball against the Eagles. Over 175 yards? No, I was going to under. Under? under? Yeah. Do you think that under's around 150? Yeah, closer to that. Yeah, 140 to 150. Yeah, it's kind of high. Eagles defense. Over under giving up 350 yards in total offense. Hmm. I mean, look, 250 passing, 150 rushing yeah. is four. Yeah. Yeah, I say over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do the Eagles, this will tell me a little bit about the game with you now. Will the Eagles hold the Patriots to under? 21 and a half points. I could see that happening. And I think the Patriots could hold them to 17. So, yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, we got to get to the games then. And we're going to start there with, with the Eagle. I, I, here, here's what I said about – here's what I said about the game here. Um, absolutely everyone knows about the offense – Here's the problem that the Patriots have, though. 2021, the Patriots finished 21st in third down defense, 22nd in red zone defense, 27th um, in goal to goal. And with that quarterback sneak, that could be an issue in this game because really the same personnel on both sides of the ball is pretty much back intact. I think Brian Johnson knows this. But here's the deal. It was a good run defense last year, and it was an excellent pass-rushing defense that they had last year. Um, I got 27-20. Eagles win this game. What do you have? I think it's more like 24-21. 
I think it was a scoring game. I think the Eagles can win the game by a field goal, but I don't think they cover the spread. Yeah, but I would, so, listen, I, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they lose. I mean, you saw the Chiefs lose last night, and people are like, oh, there's no way the Chiefs are going to lose. Well, guess what? They lost. And now everyone's, everyone's betting all the square. I don't want to call it all. The recreational public's betting the Eagles like, you know, they got the next day's newspaper. <laughs> and uh, they could be shocked waking up the following day, and the Eagles could start off the season 0-1 like the Super Bowl champs did. It's not, it's not a big stretch. People think it's – it's crazy either. when you talk that way, but it's really not. I think this is a fourth quarter football game. I do. I think this comes down the last five minutes of the game here. I don't. I just think there's too many question marks on the Eagle defense, and I'm going to say this again: the two dudes that are into Big Sills Bullseye are Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. And I th- get this, and you know what's crazy when you talk to Eagle fans? So I go like this: uh, Hunter Henry and the kid they got from Miami, and they all go, "Well, those are." pretty good tight ends but they're not superstar and i go well you don't have anybody at tight end to cover them yeah i mean you make those guys sound like they're nobodies but you have nobody right they got less than nobodies go trying to cover those guys like the eagles are very weak at, at the linebacker position and a hole there. yeah and safety absolutely and and, and it's funny because the same experts i read i read these articles the same experts have told us there was no way the chiefs were going to lose or, or also telling us there's no way the eagles are going to lose so we saw how that worked out last night. All right, let's go here. I can't wait to hear your thoughts because we're going to use the, the point spread now. And and correct me if I'm wrong on the spread here. Carolina at Atlanta, three and a half. Desmond Ritter, they seem to really like him. That Pitts kid is great. Bijan Robinson now has been added to the mix. Um, they get the kid Bates from Cincinnati playing in the secondary. They're trying to up the uh, defensive side of the ball there also in Atlanta. Carolina, Bryce Young, awful young. O-line's not that good looking. Pretty decent defense. Brian Burns is questionable for Sunday. How do you see this thing? Well, divisional dogs usually cover in the first week of the season. And underdogs, I mean, they cover at an insane rate first week of the season. Um, at three and a half, you're off that key number. Three is very important. As everyone knows who you know has placed a wager in their life, the issue with Carolina is they're banged up with some offensive uh, players, some key components on that offense that I think is going to hurt them. If you're looking to take Atlanta, I would try to just buy the hook down to three and just lay the three on Atlanta. I wouldn't lay the three and a half, but if you really like them, I would lay the three on Atlanta. I think they win the game. I think Atlanta wins the game. I think this is one of the games of the week here. Cincinnati at Cleveland, and Cincinnati's given two to Cleveland. It's at home. They got the second-best O-line, second-best O-line coach. They got formidable pass catchers. They got a great back. They got a quarterback who, in my opinion, now that the storm has settled a little bit on them, they got Miles Garrett on the other side. They got a good secondary. I like Cleveland in this game to upset Cincinnati, and I'm taking the two here. How do you see it? I think Cleveland wins the game outright. I think you take the money line as well. And the biggest thing for me with this Browns team is Jim Schwartz, defensive coordinator. He's going to make the world a difference here. You saw what he did with the Eagles in 2017 and some other teams. So you basically got two head coaches on this Cleveland Browns team, and that's huge in the NFL. I mean, who has that? Let's be honest. And they got to run it back. So if the, if the Browns come out with a little bit of a lead in the second half, I mean, they can run the ball, chew, chew the clock, and hold on to that lead. I think they're going to be a more well-balanced team this year. And I like the Browns to go far in the playoffs, and that's why I bet them at the beginning of the year at 39-1 to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Man, I, I, I'm i with you. I like them a lot. I think they're one. It's funny. 
you know, you say sleeper, but you're like, shit, man, we just named a ton of talent they have on both sides of the ball here. Jacksonville, four and a half at Indy. And, man, Michael Pittman, they don't have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You're breaking in a rookie quarterback. I mean, and you got Doug wanting to get out on a good note. Do you, do you, do you give the four and a half and take the Jags, or is this one of those bets you stay away from? I'll stay off it only because these two teams know each other so well. And I'm so bullish on the Jags. I just bet them last night at 18 to one to end up with the best record in the NFL this year. You look at their division, it's probably the weakest in the entire league. So I'm, I'm working a, a, a clean sweep in their division. And then you look at their road games, they're playing uh, Indianapolis, the Texans a couple of times. They're playing some real weak teams, the Buccaneers. I see them going six and two on the road. This team could, could end up having the best record in the NFL. So if you want to nibble a little bit at 18 to one, for them to have, have the best record in the NFL this season. I think that's a good bet. Right here, lane five, first game of the season. Trevor Lawrence might be a little rusty. You know, Indianapolis decides to slow down the game, limit the possessions. They still have a good pass rush. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't bet the game. Man, this is this, this is like my pregame work for uh, Sunday on Sports Grid here, talking to Philly Godfather here, man. He's getting me ready to rock. Speaking of the Buccaneers, Bucks go into Minnesota five and a half. It's in Minnesota. I mean, the Bucs got weapons. They got Chris Godwin. They got Mike Evans. They got a decent O-line. A lot of guys back. The center's back. The left tackle's awesome. He's an all-pro. You got players on defense. And, you know, you got to replace 1,100 yards in Dalvin Cook. You've got Brian Flores as a D coordinator now in Minnesota. Minnesota's, you know, I mean, I, I don't know any – I don't know how you look at them. Do you stay away from this one, too? Or do you like this? It's five and a half. I see some sixes in the market. I would, if you like Tampa Bay here, I would wait because you could see a huge influx of recreational money bet the, the Vikings here because of how well they performed last year. And everyone's down on this Buccaneers team. So if that line gets to six and a half and you like the Buccaneers, just buy it to seven. Buy it on that key number. Get a little insurance. It's like having insurance for your car and you're getting a, a, a great number. And if you're looking to bet the Bucs, I, I can only take the Buccaneers a plus seven or else I'm staying off the gate. This is an interesting ball game, too. San Francisco at Pittsburgh. The Niners are giving Pittsburgh two and a half. And I, I, this is crazy, but I'm going to say this. I got Pittsburgh in the two and a half against San Francisco, and I'm taking the Steelers here. Yeah, I like the Steelers, too. I mean, Kittle's banged up. Their kicker's banged up. So you basically got a game that's a coin flip, right? It's, it's a two-point spread. The team that kicks the field at the end is probably going to win the game. And if your kicker's banged up, well, then you lose that option. So I like the Steelers here. I think – at home, they're tough, and they're going to surprise a lot of people. Their offense looked real fluid in the preseason, and I think that's going to continue in the regular season. Arizona at Washington. Man, cup these these next two games here, a lot of points given up. Washington is giving up seven. I seem to like – you know what? I came out of the exhibition season. I don't know how much you can read because I'm with you. I, I don't know. But seven points, Arizona, man. I mean, Josh Dobbs is starting. I don't even know what they have offensively in that building there. I like this Washington roster. Is this too many points? Put an up, put a um, put a wager on. Would you stay away from this, or is this something you're looking at? Well, if you think it's too many points and sevens, it's a lot of points. First game of the season, at least seven. You can put them in a teaser, six point teaser. You can drop them down to minus one. You can take the Steelers up to plus eight and a half, and you're going through some key numbers, right? You're going through three and seven, which are the most valuable numbers when it comes to the sports betting market. So I would do something like that if you want to take those two teams. Put them in a teaser, and uh, you're probably going to cash a ticket. 
How about this number? Baltimore's giving 10 to Houston. And on opening week, right? 10 home opening week, new offense. Uh, your, your spin on this. I mean, the offensive line of the Texans is so banged up. I mean, who's playing their out? I think four of the guys are out, right? I mean, who's going to play their uh, – the line's actually dropping a little bit. I see it go down. Okay. Yeah, so that's that concerns me a little bit. But I'm not betting against the Ravens' first game of the season. You see what they've done to rookie quarterbacks. I mean, we're all creatures of habits, right? And over the last 15 years, we know the Ravens don't lose at home first game of the season. You know they destroy rookie quarterbacks. And you know Lamar usually has a big game, so if anything, I would lean toward the Ravens here at minus nine. How about this one here? Green Bay at Chicago, and the Bears are giving the Packers a point in Chicago. I came out of the exhibition season doing this. He's got a pretty good roster. I didn't think he sucked. I'm taking the Packers over the Bears in this one on the road. I talked to my buddy out in uh, Chicago. And he tells me that Bears' offensive line is all banged up. They're dealing with some serious injuries there. And even the guys that are playing aren't playing at 100%. Uh, there's some real sharp money on the Packers. I didn't bet the game, but the line opened up two and a half. It's down to one. It, it could close pick them by the time the game kicks off. So the sharp money is definitely on the Packers here. Uh, it, tell me why do you think this number's low. Does this tell you that uh, you guys with the money are waiting to see what Russell Wilson does? Maybe the numbers change. It's three and a half. Raiders in Denver, that's usually, again, one of those divisional games. It's always a tough matchup. But three and a half versus a Raiders team that's got a mountain of question marks. Not saying that Russell doesn't, but does that tell you a little bit about how people are kind of hedging their bets a little bit on Denver and maybe still Russell Wilson? Or is it more that you have more respect for the Raiders than what people think? Well, we talked to Pro Football Doc last night on our show, and he told us the Broncos are still dealing with some injuries at some key positions, and no one's given this Raiders team any credit. It's a divisional game, and when you're getting three and a half first game of the season, i got to take the Raiders. I like the Raiders here plus three and a half. My, hey, how about this one here? This is the uh, the draft bowl. You know, tank for two, and then you, you took two, and you didn't take Herbert here. Miami at the Chargers, again, Three points, man. That Miami roster is good, but man, Derwin James and Khalil Mack and Joey Boza and Keenan Allen and I know they have Chubb and Tyree Kill. I mean, this is a lot of talent on the field, and I hate Brandon Staley, so maybe that's why this number's like this. I'm taking the Chargers in the three, but boy, what a game here! Yeah, it's going to be a shootout. If you want to look to bet the over, bet the over. And to be honest, I think the team that has the ball last wins this game. You got weapons on on both teams that are just so hard to cover. Uh, coaching advantage, I'd give it to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, quarterback advantage, I'd give it to Herbert. And I'm real bullish on this Chargers team, so I wouldn't be surprised if they win the game. Cover the spread's a little different at three. I, I think the number's right there. Uh, I, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take it at three. I would need plus three and a half on Miami. Or if not, I would bet the Chargers on the money line. Seattle five and a half versus the Rams. I mean, Rams, no Cooper Cup. I mean, uh, the defense was retooled in the offseason by Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the GM. Um, Looks like the running back is playing. I mean, is that number set right, you think? Seattle in the five and a half? Yeah, it's kind of a dead number. Anytime you see a five or five and a half, it's kind of a dead number. Oh. 
the Rams, like you said, they're all banged up. They're missing some key guys. Still, I mean, he's still got a great coach. So he's going to scheme the right way, but I don't think they can hang within that number. If I, if I was going to take the Rams, I need at least plus seven. So Seattle's probably the right side. These next two are going to be probably some of the games of the week here. Dallas at New York. Why is that number at three? When I look at New York, Godfather, I look at New York and I go, okay, Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley. And then what threatens me? Dimes Jones? I mean, is Waller playing? I don't think Waller's playing, is he? Okay. Okay. So is that number still three? You see three and a half, threes in the market. Uh, I think Dallas kills his team. I laid minus 150 on the money line early in the summer when the line was two and a half. Even at three, I think – I mean, I would bet the alternate line. I might lay some nine and a half, ten, and get like plus 300 on my wage. I think Dallas just, just destroys that team. I, I, why is that? Why is it down there, though? Why it's is a, it down there? It's a, it's a division game, first game of the season. Uh, there's usually some rust on the starters. And they, the two teams know each other. I mean, you, know, you play – they know each other like the back of their hands. So, and Dan was a pretty good coach. Uh, I just think Dallas is too big, too strong, too fast this year, too many weapons. And the Giants had a magical season last year, but I don't think it continued. And they're your Super Bowl champions. Because of the price, yeah. Because of the, It's all about the price. With me. If I can get 20 to 1 on a team that I think is almost as good as the top-tier teams, I'm going to take it every day of the week and twice on Sundays because – you know, those top teams, by the end of the year, they might be all banged up, and here comes Dallas, and here come the Cleveland Browns, and here come the Jacksonville Jacks sneaking in there. So it's all about the price for me. If you're getting a great number on a really good team, you got to bet it every time. You take the Cowboys by 10 in this thing? What was that? Cowboys by 10? I, I think they kill this team. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would lay the two and a half, three, if you want to play around a little bit and take an alternate number. The, the Dallas the Cowboys could pull away with, from this game really quickly and win by, you know, two touchdowns. All right, the Monday night one is going to be one two. Buffalo is giving New York the Jets two and a half. I mean, it's in the Meadowlands. Um, two and a half. I would have thought maybe, or maybe the number's right. You think the number's right? I mean, this looks like a this is a tough one here to bet here. I mean, Bob Miller's out. If he was playing, pressure first game of the season, suspect offensive line. For the Jets, and they're dealing with some injuries on that offensive line. With him out, changes the whole game. I mean, you got a veteran quarterback. Is he still top five? Probably when he's healthy. He's got some weapons. I think he is. This Jets defense, people thought they were good last year. And what people don't understand is – I think they're the best unit talent-wise in the league. Well, they're even better than people think, and this is the yeah. reason why. When you look at the time, uh, time of possession last year, they were like 20th or 21st in the league. With an offense that had no quarterback, a bunch of three and outs, defense was on the field too long, kept getting tired, usage rate was through the roof. Now you're bringing in a quarterback, a real quarterback. You're going to have a real offense. That defense is going to have, you know, time to rest during the game where last year they were out in the field almost the entire game. You know, they were huffing and puffing, and they still looked great, and their numbers were still amazing. This year you're going to really see how good this Jets defense is because they got a real offense to keep them off the field. And that's what's going to make a big difference for this team. And as the season progresses, the Jets are going to get better and better. First five, six games of the season, really brutal, tough competition. But if they can start off the season three and three or four and two, watch out for this Jets team. You think they just have to get to the second season, don't you? You just weather through it and get through it. 
And with Kansas City maybe being the way they look with limited talent over there, depending on even what Chris Jones does in his contract, I mean, they could take one of the chairs on that side of the aisle there. Once they get in, like you said, it's going to come down to health on the AFC side. Yeah, and who do you want quarterback in your team in the playoffs? I I got it. And if that offensive line can get real cohesive, it takes a little bit of time. If they can stay healthy, I mean, there's a lot of ifs there, but you do have Aaron Rodgers and that that defense, which is a lot better – than what the metrics said they were last year. And we all know they're really good. All right. I got a, I got one, two, three, four, five. I got six college games I want to get your take on because you also do some numbers here. You know, tell me that this wasn't the weirdest change in a number. If I'm not mistaken, Colorado, prior to the TCU win, they were going to be like seven-point or ten-point dogs. They were six-point. Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska was six-point favorites. And now, like I saw like a couple days ago, Colorado was favored by three going into Lincoln. I mean, how do you see that thing playing out there, man? I mean, are we overhyping Colorado going into this Nebraska game? I mean, it's a massive move in the market. It might be an overreaction because you're going from six, and it actually opened up Colorado minus five, and there was some sharp money that took the five, four, and brought it back down to three where we've seen some resistance. It's been hovering around three now. So Colorado's a three-point favorite. But if we look at it, I mean, Colorado was expected to win three and a half games this season. That was a regular season win total set by Vegas, offshore, whatever. Yeah, no, three, four games. Yeah, and Minnesota was at six. So you got a Colorado team as a 21-point underdog go into TCU and beat a team that was expected to win seven and a half games. Now, obviously, TCU's defense ain't as good as Nebraska's, but Nebraska's offense ain't as good as TCU's. This is this is one of those games where everyone's doubting Deion Sanders. You know, and, and to me, what he's done is amazing. People doubt this guy, but he won almost every game at that baby school he was at. Now he's in at Colorado, and he, he turned over that roster in one year. He goes in as a huge dog, wins in TCU, and people don't people forget that his kid, Alabama, wanted his kid to start at quarterback. So Florida he State. said none of that. So, so this, Florida State. Yeah, should should your, uh, Sanders could be quarterback in Alabama right now? That's how good yeah. this kid. The kid just threw for five hundred yards. They got four wide receivers that each had a hundred receiving yards. I don't know how good this team is, and there's a lot of haters and a lot of naysayers. But if you're talking about proof of concept, what else does Deion Sanders has to have to do to prove to you he's a great coach? I mean, he's played with the greatest coaches in the NFL. He's played against them. He was one of the greatest athletes in, in history, one of the greatest defensive players of all time. I don't think there's a coach in college football that can throw anything at him that's going to confuse him or trick him. Let's not forget Bobby Bowden also coached him <laughs> yeah. in college. I mean, one of the greatest coaches of all time. You want to hear some scuttlebuff going on in Dallas? Deion Sanders, if Mike McCarthy fumbles the ball, Deion Sanders, the next head football coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I'll tell you what, Philly Godfather, three years ago, that's a joke. Today you're doing this. How would that work? You know, I mean, that's where the conversation and the narrative have gone to is from it being a joke to going, well, uh, yeah, I um, could it work? You know what I mean? I mean – He's it's got those, that conversation. No, absolutely. He's got those kids in Colorado believing it. I mean, absolutely. all you hear him say is work, work, work. He's got them believing. And that kid, they got uh, what's his name? Hunter playing both sides of the ball. Who's a better athlete than him in college football? I think Travis Hunter's the best player. In the oh country. my god! And, and I think they're one of the fastest teams in college yeah. football at key positions. Yep. And speed wins in football in college. I, and like I'm, 
I'm starting to buy the buy the hype on this Colorado team. <laughs> I'm starting to buy the hype clearly on him. All right. I want to hear what you got to say. I had Mario Cristobal on yesterday. A&M and Dumbo Fisher takes his A&M Aggies into South Florida against Miami. Miami has a lot of transfer portal guys. Um, we haven't won a significant game in 20 years. A&M plays in the best conference in the country, in the Southeastern Conference, which always is nervous to me because that means they play every week to be prepared every week. Right. So how do you see this game playing out A&M versus Miami on Saturday? I think you got two good defensive teams. I think Miami can run the ball. I think A&M's wide receivers are some big, fast guys. Uh, I bet the under, 53, 52. I think Miami has a chance of staying within that points. I think it was four and a half, five. Is that what it was? Uh, I don't know if they can win the game, but I think Miami covers and the game goes under. How about this game here? The, this will be the last one. Oh, no, one, one more with USC. As many as you want. Texas <laughs> versus Bama. I hear, here, I'm going to tell you this. I am never going to believe in the Texas Longhorns until I see them win something, until I see – I'm sick and tired of them too with this. You got 54 five-star guys on an 85-man roster, and you can't beat Kansas. I mean, you got to show me you can win a game that matters here, and you're making the move into the Southeastern Conference next year. If you don't write this ship, you'll be a five-win team in that conference, and you better show me – and here – I. I don't know, man. I, I don't think you go into Tuscaloosa and beat that team. It's not going to be easy, right? And their no quarterback, their quarter, there's a lot of hype around the quarterback. He's one of the favorites to win the Heisman Trophy. He didn't look good last week against a, a small school. Viewers. Yeah, he didn't look, He didn't impress me. Did he? I, if you go back and watch the game, he had a lot of brain cramps. His QBR was one of the lowest. <laughs> uh, I, I think they're going to have some issues here. Now, seven and a half is a big number, right? But if it gets below – it's actually down to seven. If it gets below seven – you might be looking at that Alabama here. Okay. I, I, you know, I don't usually talk about schools that have great debate teams and build <laughs> bombs and such like that. But um, USC, are you are you sold on the hype train with Caleb Williams? Because I said this about him. I, look, he's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. I voted for him. I like him. But, man, the kid I saw at Florida State and Shador Sanders, shit, even the kid panics at Washington. Yeah. I mean, those kids threw up some gigantic numbers. DJ from Oregon State threw up some big numbers last week. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I think USC, I mean, are, are, once again, they don't have a defense because their coach doesn't believe in defense. How do you see this Southern Cal team this year? I mean, you can't argue. I mean, the kids put up some big numbers in, in a week yes. conference. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are monsters. But like you said, I, I like Sanders better. I like Penix from Washington better. Kid from Florida State, he threw a pick. He threw another two passes that could have been intercepted early in the first half. He did have some issues, so I'm it not really was sold. LSU though. Yeah, yeah, it was LSU, but still, like you know, agreed. But uh, I mean, you can't argue with success. And that kid's lighting up the, the screen, lighting up the board. His numbers are the best in college football. He's what plus four seventy five to win the Heisman. So for now, until he slips up. He's the guy that's probably going to win the trophy. I mean, and he's playing, like you said, the lesser competition. But when those numbers are, are, are massive, it's hard to you know not give him the trophy. 
How funny is this, man? The Pac-12 maybe is the best it's ever been, and next year they're going to blow the conference up with all those teams leaving, with all those great quarterbacks. They could have five first-round picks coming out of that conference going into next April's draft. Tell the folks where they can catch you this weekend. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Philly Godfather. You can stop by my website, thephillygodfather.com. We have this interview at the Multepis Report. We're over 200,000 views, close to 200,000 views right now. So make sure you guys check it out. We talk about my life. We talk about the movie. I think I mentioned you in the interview. Uh, you I did? Think, I think you're in there. So uh, we talked about the book coming out. And uh, you can follow us on the Sports Betting Show at Jacob Sports, on Sirius XM, on Sports Grid. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere, man. <laughs> you and me are more alike than you think. <laughs> I love our text messages back and forth. I think we're learning a little bit more and more about one another here. I can't wait to check you out this weekend. Have a great one this weekend, my friend. We'll catch you next Friday. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me on. Good luck, guys. That is our friend, Philly Godfather. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go Bird! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go Birds. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles all right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really. Don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. Go to right. Go to left. Thank you, Mama. Mama, go. Oh, Mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings.
United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S Eagles. You could start the season out zero and one. Oh, in one. Big Sills keep score. Signed. The one and only. <laughs> you could start the season. Oh, and, and here's here's like what my boy Tone says. I can't wait for the start of the season, Sills. He, and then there's like these little dots. So that first game could shut your hole. <laughs> I added that, but I don't know. It feels it. One more time. One more time. <laughs> Do not let. I can't wait. Jesus. Tone's like Bart Scott now. Can't wait. That should be the theme of our show. The emoji of our show. Can't wait. Bart Scott with Sal Palantonio. Don't let that game come down to those tight ends beating up your boy, N'Kobe Dean. To a point where they got to pull him off the field and they got to drop down someone. I don't think he, hey, this is all opinion here. I don't think he's going to get the job done on Sunday. And that's going to make that game close. Um, yeah, I don't think he gets the job. I think Jalen has a great game. I think everybody in that offense has a great game. I think Jalen Carter is going to be a handful, especially if they go deep drops, like seven step. The Mac Jones is going to have to be three and five step minimal, but here's the deal. They'll be able to do that and complete that against you. You know why you don't play press coverage, your zone cover corners. You're not destroying the Patriots. You're not destroying the Patriots. You don't destroy good teams. You allow them back in games. You don't have a closer. Jalen's our closer. No, he's not. Jalen has to play 60 minutes of football. Because you don't have a team that's you don't the only person that can run the clock down is your quarterback. You don't have a bell cow guy. As nervous as I am about the linebackers, my Super Bowl prediction is Nicobe Dean snags an interception. That's tone. Here's my prediction to counter tones. I say Hunter Henry has seven catches for 115 yards and two TDs. Over your guy. <laughs> I've seen Hunter Henry play. I've never seen Nicobe Dean play. <laughs> okay. I also think that kid, uh, Stevenson, I think he has 120 yards rushing. That was last year. You were better last year. I'm sorry to say, Dan, Miami versus AM won't be watchable unless this team 
since the 2001 hurricanes. Death Row knows my kryptonite. How dare you? Oh, yeah. Here. Here's scoreboard now. Dean will have a horrible game. Don't think he will. That's good. Nakobe. Um, I can't wait to see Jordan Davis play. If Jordan Davis can't stop the run, we got problems. I think Jalen Carter is going to be a handful. I don't think Hassan Reddick is going to be an impact player in this game. With one hand? I mean, if he was healthy, I'd do. I think AJ and Devontae are going to kill it. I think your guy's going to run for about, your guy's going to throw for about 250 and run for about 75 yards. And guess what it's time now for? All of that to be put like this. Red stew. Heisman votes Davis's Arthur. Tim Tebow won the Heisman. <laughs> Tim Tebow won the Heisman. We are truly here, Sills. The moment of truth. Let's all have a great weekend. Moment of truth. It's here. You guys are fabulous. We're going to announce our winner for the Hooters gift certificates on Monday. We'll start a whole week of that. And we thank each and every single one of you. We're finally here, man. No more guesswork. All about going and getting receipts and paying some bills. Correct? All right. Hey, Xander, um, Big Joe, thank you so much. All of you, please hit the like button. Hey, Tone. Absolutely spectacular work, man. You do such a great job for us, man. We couldn't do this show without you. Thank you so much. You have yourself a great weekend. Folks, God bless each and every single one of you. Three to six on Monday, and we'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.